0: An incredible Ingram issues his title intent while a jubilant jelly joins the winners circle at Alton Park for round 10, 11 12 for the BTCC.
1: Yes, welcome back and we are here for an action-packed review of what was a very, very expensive, very, very touchy-feely weekend at Alton Park.
0: There was certainly a lot of rubbings racing and sometimes it wasn't fair racing, but we'll, we'll certainly get on to that. Um, yeah, it was a, a weekend full of thrills and quite a few spills. Indeed. I think the most spectacular the crash, aside from the touring cars,
1: was the huge one the Janettas in the final Corners of that with um, Rattican and Summerfield. Oh yes. You looked at me blankly then, as if you'd forgotten that yes, you know, Rattican had to do a Tokyo drift <laughs> style and I d- just knocked off the rear wing.
0: I tried to uh, try to forget that because that that one could have been horrific. Yes. Um, yeah it was sort of like millimetres either way of being an absolutely horrible accident it wasn't a great one in the first place no um, I mean no accident is great generally speaking no no um, but all drivers did walk away from it yes so. which is
1: always the main thing before we go into the weekend's action what's your thoughts on Alton Park this is now the second um, one in succession that I can think of where we've had big accidents, big big controversies I've seen it described by some people on social media as quite claustrophobic in places what what do you think of the track as a whole? I, is it still suitable for this kind of racing? Do you think?
0: I don't know whether my view is clouded or just because we're a fan of the sport. Mm. But I really like it as a race circuit. Oh, I, think, I do as a circuit, yeah. I think it brings really good racing, really good close racing. But yes, I understand there have been a lot of large incidents, um, and not necessarily in the last couple of years. I remember one quite a while ago that involved Carl Breeze and the Janettas coming up over the top of the hill. That's niche. Sorry, yes. Um, Very similar to what happened in race three, which we'll get onto with Dan Lloyd and Turkington, but many more cars were involved.
1: And obviously at that patch last year, we had the minis flipping on the grass and then through the barrier um, in the same area as the Turkington-Lloyd issue. We had the big Janetta crash. I think the thing that struck me most this weekend is that most of them were avoidable. I can only really think of one that wasn't, which was Gamble Patterson, which was two into one into a chicane doesn't go, and it wasn't that big an accident. But no. in terms of the big accidents this weekend, and the big you know, high-speed collisions, they were all avoidable.
0: Exactly, and that's why I don't think it's the fault of the circuit. But it's very narrow. It is very narrow, but there are lots of places that are narrow. Monaco is very narrow. Yeah, but you, you can't take overtake it, into... it
1: Matt. M- Monaco is dull.
0: But <laughs> well, it is, it's boring. It's boring. There are other tight tracks. Imola's a tight track. You you can yeah. get a good race at Imola. If it rains. Yeah, certain certain factors have to happen for you to get good racing. But this is the
1: touring cars. You're never gonna get them to not overtake, not rub. For me, I just wonder if certain parts of the track even needs just a bit of remodelling, a bit of widening, just a bit of remodelling just to try and A encourage good racing, but B encourage you know, Safe racing, or is it a case of putting gravel in or something else in to try and slow down the cars before they smash into the barriers? Because they hit the grass and they just fly. Mm.
0: I know or, if you put gravel collect in. collect lots of grass. Or collect
1: <laughs> lots of grass. I know if you put gravel gravel traps in, you might end up flipping a car at high speed because it digs in. I, I get that. And I'm not saying it's the be or end all definite answer. But if you look at Thruxton, which is also quite narrow, there's a lot of runoff, generally speaking, mm. through the fast bits. Whereas at Orton Park, there's not.
0: Uh, that's more down to the. Topography of Thruxton yep. being an oh, ex yeah, airfield, yeah. nice and open, nice and flat. Yeah, yeah, oh, I, get, I get all that. I'm just
1: saying that you know, you, you look at particularly the lakeside to Island Bend down to Hislops part of the track, that is very narrow and it's yes. very fast, and there's barriers very close either side.
0: Yeah, and, and then
1: the same as you come through Lodge and Deer Leap, really weird dipping thing, you can't see the, the crest of the hill. That makes it very exciting, that makes mm. it great racing. But we've seen some horrendous crashes there this weekend that could have been so much worse.
0: You have similar sort of ups and downs at Knock Hill as well, though. Would you say the same about Knock Hill? No, because they've got bigger runoff areas
1: in the gravel pits and stuff like I that. Don't,
0: I don't think they're bigger runoff areas. When was the last time you saw a massive accident at Knock Hill, though? Probably Cookie backwards into just before the chicane. Okay, that's one instant. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is that the tightness of the track doesn't necessarily lead to that no, it that many accidents. No, it doesn't. It's not the only factor. This, this there weekend, was some daft driving as well. Exactly. I think it's more down to... Maybe the weather was a bit too hot. It got to their heads and they weren't thinking straight kind of thing. I mean, you've been in a miserable mood all day today in the heat. so Yeah, I know. I don't like the heat. No, um, But yeah, I think it's probably more down to the drivers and, I don't know, the scenarios that they're put in, they have to be reactive rather yeah. than planning ahead
1: yeah it's an interesting one i think we'll have to see how we get, go next year but i do it, there are certain tracks that seem to bring up these kind of incidents and you think last year we had the t- um plato oliphant big smash as well yeah it does seem that all park is one you can earmark for big expensive crashes and you know you don't want to get too serious but how long is it until we have a serious accident where there's a, a big problem a big injury well, I mean, well it's a miracle in some ways that turkton got out of the car just being a bit winded. bruised winded yeah. lloyd has hurt his testicle and that's basically the level i do i issue. did
0: find that quite funny in the statement that he released following his trip to hospital which we'll we'll get on to, um the, <laughs> along with the bruised lung his, he also said his testicles were quite swollen yeah <laughs> which you know which in a five-point harness you, you're
1: yeah, going to get. Yeah, and again with the with the it was amazing that they managed to get out, but it could have been so much worse.
0: Yeah,
1: but you can have that in it, any track.
0: You can, but again, I, I've seen. I remember um, an accident that happened at Snatterton Completely innocent one, coming down the back straight into the S's. And um, an F4 car has gone up the back of another one and flipped up, yeah. just like Weber did at yeah, Valencia. Yeah.
1: But my point is, you don't get that often at Sneddon, whereas you get it often here. That, that's my point, that's my point, is that we see it every time we come here, particularly recently. Yeah. But Anyway, that's the debate about Alton Park out the way. I wish we were online, because you've come dressed as a Spice Boy from the... Uh, I'm in all white today. You are in all white.
0: Might as well be in cricket whites. Or was it? Just, um, what
1: was the girl band that did an all white? Was it? Oh, I can't remember. Some nineties uh, yeah, girl band know. did a shoot all in all white. Probably Spice. You could be in the cricket, or, or, or you could be a Spice Boy. Yeah. You yeah.
0: Know. Um, well, that's that's because it's warm in here today. Yes, you, and you look magnificent. Thank you, sir. Shall we get onto a little bit of qualifying? Absolutely. Qualifying report. Heading into qualifying on Saturday, then we questioned whether. The hybrid would have more of an effect here, yeah. um, and to some extent, it sort of did. Cook managed to finish the session down in tenth, but then again, Ingram, who was what third or fourth in the championship, took pole position and took it quite comprehensively as well. Yeah, but that Hyundai was
1: ridiculous this weekend. Yeah, to be it was. fair, he that was off the box, fresh, very, very strong all weekend. I
0: think he said sort of like once he jumped out of it at the end of qualifying. From the end of Free Practice One, they didn't make any changes to the car for the whole weekend. No, they, they just got it
1: right this weekend. Didn't you say Storm to a, a pole position? Butcher chasing home in third, and as and a sorry in second, and in third, as a mark about how good that car has been, Dan Lloyd.
0: Yeah, stellar performance from him. Um, he was really pleased with that, wasn't it? Well, you, yes. <laughs> yes, he uh, he said to Louise on the grid before the start of race one that he was like he's up at the sharp end where he wants to be, and being up there you tend to stay out of the trouble, as well.
1: Absolutely, the BMWs and rear-wheel drive cars generally did seem to struggle with Adam Morgan being the only one to make it inside the top ten. Oh no, sorry, Turton Turc- got ninth, but yeah, Turc- Morgan leading the way in terms of rear-wheel drive machinery.
0: And it's, then it's safe to say our tips for pole didn't go very well this weekend. No,
1: Hill was quite disappointing, really, to be over half a second off the pace. That was yeah. a surprise. Uh, Turketon not doing his wing foot charge any favours down in ninth.
0: I mean, nor Hill. I said he was going to win it at the end of the season, didn't I? You did. You um, did. Just proves how wrong you can be. Something else which we may have slightly misjudged this weekend as well were the Hondas. Yeah. So the quickest Honda in qualifying was Dan bottom up in sixth, followed by his teammate Shedden in eighth. And then the BTC boys and girls, uh, Josh Cook in 10th, Plato 14th, and Jade Edwards all the way down in 24th.
1: I have to say, that BTC car looked gutless this weekend.
0: Yeah, it didn't seem to have much about it.
1: There was an incident in race two, I think, where Plato tried no Tape on Aaron Taylor Smith and just didn't have the power up down the straight and ended up losing another position to the car behind. There's just no straight line speed this weekend. For Do you some know what reason.
0: I find really curious about that? is that they were or so, oh, Cook was so quick around Thruxton which you think it's yeah. a high speed circuit I just wonder if they had uh, you know, got
1: set up wrong maybe some issues with the hybrid it does seem that the hybrid is not as reliable as it perhaps might be Jelly mentioned in race 3 on the grid he's been having hybrid issues all day mm. I think back to Donington where I think Parham said his wouldn't work at all in race 3 it's not
0: fully refined I think it's fair to say
1: and there are issues so maybe that plays into it slightly
0: yeah possibly um, for Toyota Corolla Speedworks it's their home race um, as you say Butcher finished second and Collard had a season best of 11th
1: yeah pretty good pretty good effort on the whole
0: um, anyone else to pick out from qualifying there? I don't
1: think there's any great surprises really was there I mean Tom Chilton down 23rd is a surprise given he's over a second off the pace Yeah. when you've got two of other Hyundai's at the front other than that I think everyone was more or less where you'd expect to be Team Hard don't seem to qualify well that seems to be a recurring theme at the minute Bobby Thompson down in 19th but they make it up on the Sunday other than that I'm not sure I have any sort of real everyone's whereabouts
0: you think there would be yeah 21 drivers covered by one second um, and then sort of like from 22nd onwards there's a there's a decent spread yeah uh, which I think we sort of getting used to now um aaron taylor smith probably a little bit out of position down in 25th compared to uh thompson in 19th
1: um i suppose on paper you'd say crease and hand look a bit far down but i think that's where where roughly pmr are in terms of qualifying yeah and again similar to hard they make they race better yeah they race better yeah Yeah, that's it that's it so no nothing i mean Cook's slightly further down than you'd expect as you've covered but you know generally speaking You could take those top 10 drivers and pretty much they'll be the top 10 most weeks, to be fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We'll move on to race one on Sunday now. Race one. Yeah, I
1: got a bit of a raw deal this weekend because I had to make notes on race one and race three, which are probably the most two action-packed ones, so thanks for that.
0: I'm just following protocol, mate. I do qualifying. Why no one which, else does? Which I did, <laughs> which I didn't watch, um, <laughs> and then I do race two. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. It means I get to relax and
1: it's lovely for you.
0: Wasted on hand and foot this weekend, didn't I? You did, yeah, yeah. yeah yours, it was, yes. It was nice. Anyway, when, race one. Anyway, race on. one. Yeah, Ingram blasted
1: away from pole um, straight from the start. Good start, hooked it up well. Butcher made a half attempt round the outside, but by the time they got into turn one, it was all over and ingram was able to blast off to the distance hill got caught up in a bit of a gag and was forced wide this would be a bit of a, a theme of his race because we noticed that as he came around the camera following the old bend hairpin he had a bit of a damage to the front of his bmw made it look a bit like a pug dog um it wasn't pretty was it no he said he had a push on plato behind him plato did have evidence of damage on the front of his car so yeah. it's not beyond the realms of possibility although he could have had pushed from behind him as well
0: I'm amazed that Hill ran into Jelly yes, to, to cause that and um, I'm amazed there wasn't like any damage on the back of Jelly's
1: no I think Jelly got away of it really because yeah. he would have thought crabbing suspension yeah, towing. Yeah, yeah. there's lots that could have gone wrong at that speed I think partly yeah okay probably did get a touch but equally I think Harvey mentioned this in commentary to give him his views, it's the first lap There's going to be bunching yeah. be a bit careful Yeah. and then Hill said that compromised the rest of his race because they had no straight line speed and but, had to
0: watch temperatures and yeah, yeah.
1: but you're in the pack. <sighs> Comes back to my point earlier about on part. There's not a great deal of place to overtake, so I think there might be a tendency to panic a bit and try and get the overtakes done when you can. There's some obvious place to try it. That was an obvious place. Didn't go particularly well for him. Uh, Path it went ro- wide old hill uh, on the second lap. I for a bit of a rock and roll launch across the gravel, uh, not gravel grass. Sorry.
0: That, that was a bumpy ride.
1: Yeah. It, it came just. down with a bang. I'm amazed I didn't break anything on the car.
0: Yeah, so am I.
1: Stunned, because that was a hell of a hit back down. Uh, mentioned Hill, gave him a bit of a brief sort of respite there. But he was back in the action soon <laughs> after, uh, coming what coming together with Osborne, uh, and ran Osborne wide with a bit of hip and shoulder at the chicane. It, it was one of those that was didn't look, in my view, didn't look particularly great, aggressive racing probably just on the edge of what's acceptable
0: yeah i'd say so as well osborne gets shoved off the circuit yeah but you've got to give each re- each other racing room he didn't give him much room on the way into the chicane hill didn't give him much room on the way out
1: going to give hill a slight respite for my next point
0: yeah uh, plato got
1: shuffled down the order again as i mentioned the engine just looked completely spent just didn't seem to have any kind of straight line power or speed i think he dropped six or seven places but end of lap two which was quite a surprise given our pre-race predictions yep going back to Hill Uh, he he came together with somebody else this time hands and this to me was a push to pass coming into old hairpin got into the back of Ash Hand forcing wide through the line and then drove through with the better traction I'm amazed he didn't get a penalty for that one
0: yeah it's it's a classic Matt Neal move as we'd normally say and in previous times yeah Matt Neal didn't really get punished for it in these newer times should I say you could probably look towards maybe swapping positions back. Yeah. Um, certainly allowing the car back through to then have another go at overtaking. I think part of the
1: problem is that the rule change has allowed this to happen a little mm. bit. Is that before, you had to be basically halfway alongside, up to their door handle door.
0: Yeah.
1: To to force the corner and then to relent. Now, if you're on their rear quarter, they're supposed to relent. And technically, Hill was on his rear quarter. Yes. Technically. Hard. Into hit. it, yeah, but yeah. technically,
0: it was a great catch as well by Ash Hand. Yeah, great bit of running, Na- nailed the throttle, managed to run wide around the outside of the hairpin, um, but did get it back on the circuit. But for me, that I don't see how that's a good thing. Yeah, th- it, 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 in my eyes, he's he's got he's gained a lasting advantage, yeah, which is what you look at in F1 if you cut a corner or you force someone off, yeah. you gained the last lasting advantage,
1: yeah. So, I'm slightly surprised Hill got away of that one to be honest Uh, then we had sort oh no before we had that we had the gamble and patterson incident i mentioned a bit earlier on through the chicane two into one doesn't go for me it's a racing incident yes patterson gets turned around by gamble but two into one just doesn't go there's no way around that
0: yeah that wasn't the first piece of damage that gamble had suffered either he sort of like dropped quite a way back off the start um and was run out wide at old hall uh and then just like it, it didn't have much pace in the car this weekend, he didn't hook the start up either at all no. well. Always bogged sh- down on the line, Hill yeah.
1: shot past him. Yeah, Hill had to go round him with a slightly base faction of the line, really, because yep. it was such a slow starter. But yeah, if I say for the, the Patterson and Gamble coming together through his lops, for me, is a racing instant. Yeah, same, um, and it seems the, the clerks of the course took that view. Then we had the Biggest incident of race one, which was Adam Morgan being tapped into the wall at Lodge by Shedden. Now, edged into the wall, put into the wall,
0: pit, pit manoeuvred. <laughs> now, go on. It's not clever. It's no, my, it's my no. first thing, and I think it's it's a silly
1: move. Yeah. However. I do kind of see where Shen's coming from with the rule change. Now, I'm not saying the rules yeah. make sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. but in his interview afterwards, he said that if you're on the rear quarter, you're supposed to give room and let them through, which I think is a stupid rule anyway, yeah. personally, because to me, you're, you've not got any right to have that corner if you're just on the rear quarter. Yeah, The old rule of being halfway down makes more sense. And that's the rule of still got an F1, isn't it? If you're down, car's length down the inside, yeah. you're supposed to then leave car's length room on the outside or yeah. inside, depending on where it is. But... If we are now doing this whole rear corner thing,
0: he's on the rear quarter. The issue is, I think more of the issue is, he's done it on a rear-wheel drive car. Yep. So it's much more difficult to catch a tap on that rear corner in a rear-wheel drive car, especially when, as we see a reverse shot of it, you don't see Shedden trying to get out of it. No, you don't. You don't. Although, on the flip side, I'm playing devil's advocate,
1: because I do believe Shedden was at fault. I, yep. I agree with the, Marshalls decision, the Clark of the Court's decision. Sorry, But... What else is he supposed to do? There's no for him to go.
0: No, but you've got to get out of the throttle to allow Morgan to then straighten up. Yes, it compromises both of you, but Shedden is the one that's made that move in the first place and it hasn't worked out. But going on the rules,
1: he's on the rear quarter. So why mm. should he have to back out? Now, as I say, I, I I think that's a nonsense argument, but I can see where Shedden's coming from when he made that point. He's more on the rear bumper than he's on the rear quarter for this one. I mean, but when does a light drizzle turn into a downpour?
0: Well, the thing is, the rear quarter, in my mind, toast.
1: you have to be alongside that rear wheel, which he wasn't. No, but is that the official line, or is that your interpretation? That's my interpretation of exactly. what a
0: quarter is. No, exactly. But
1: unless, unless Shen's going to get out the car and measure every competitor he's against, <laughs> so we can work out statistically and mathematically where the quarter is.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I just think that th- th- this rule m- muddies the waters. It was so clear before that if you were down the inside to the car door... Yeah. That was obvious. Yeah. I think now we really have muddied the waters on that. And I can see Shedden's point, even though I don't buy it. But I yeah. can see his argument. Anyway, this brought up the safety car, and this was only lap five. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, three laps late, uh, later, we were back racing, and Ingram controlled the restart particularly well, as he, you'd expect. Now, the throttle and was already about a second clear when they crossed the line.
0: I was going to say, I had three, four, five car laps. Oh, car lengths gap yep. to Butcher. Yeah. Just sort of like caught him napping, really. We then saw quite an interesting attempt by Lloyd to get second from
1: Butcher at the old hairpin, pulled out right at the last minute to the outside, which was odd because he was never going to get the traction around the corner to pass Butcher.
0: Yeah, it looks like he was trying to get a cut back on him Mm. or get better traction, better run out the end of the corner up over the hill into his lops but left the door open. Yeah, the cutback was impossible because suddenly there was a blue and...
1: Well, I say yellow, but you say orange. But
0: no, I say blue and yellow. Okay. You say orange. I'm glad you changed the tunes. more to my thinking. <laughs> it's just easier, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. long season.
1: <laughs> uh, because that car was Ash Sutton down the inside, who... One of the moves of the season for me. Is
0: he? Is he one of the most opportunistic? <laughs> I think the best drivers have, on the grid,
1: oh, without doubt. I think he has got the best racing instinct for that kind of overtake because it was so clean, so quick, and the opportunity came right at the last minute, halfway mm. around the corner. Lloyd suddenly ducks out, and he's there. He just absolutely reacts and twists the re- wheel and gets in there.
0: You you have to have a very good front end of a car to yep. be able to do that as well. Once you see that gap, you make the move. Some cars just take a little bit longer to get there but he looks like he's got that car right on the nose it's not as good as
1: the move cook made at Fruxham for me on hill through the outside of the chicane but as opportunistic moves go to get that so clean to get the car stopped the change direction and get the drive out the corner a fantastic piece of driver from ash Sutton.
0: yeah and then it put lloyd onto the back foot as well it did because uh would pass
1: him next and go on to close down ash Sutton in front And then Lloyd just seemed to all fall to pieces, really. A a trip across the grass as his lops dropped him back down to
0: 7th, which, disappointing. He was lucky not to have to come into the pits. um, Because we saw a couple of cars go across that piece of grass over the weekend and absolutely fill their radiators full of grass. The next instant, saw grass,
1: and that was Ash Hand, who had to pull over to the side of the track and then got out of the car to take the grass out of the radiator himself. I Um, mean,
0: to be fair... Before we actually saw what was on fire. Yeah. Yeah. We it was like, it. what's going on? What, what's,
1: it was like, is he going to clear the grass and get back in? Is he allowed to do that? But no, it, it seems he had grass in his to possibly from the instant with Hill, as we discussed earlier. It took a long time for that. But again, behind the safety car, you can keep the air cool. Yeah. That was quite a fascinating interview they did with Hill in the safety car, saying that it was quite a, you know, a good.
0: Yeah, it was easy to keep the car cool yeah. under safety car conditions, obviously. There's less air coming through the car, but you're not pushing it as hard, so it's, yeah. a, it's a bit of a balance. A bit of balancing, actually, yeah, exactly that. This would then make the old hairpin uh,
1: a, ye- a yellow flag zone, which was quite in, or Island Bend, as it's actually known. I'm not sure why you keep calling it old hairpin. I'm thinking of Donington, I think. Yeah, yeah.
0: you want to go back to Dorrington, mate?
1: I would like to go back to Donington, but download festivals there at the minute, and I don't like Bicky oh, okay. Clara enough to go and spend a weekend in the mud. Yeah. Um, anyway, through Island Bend, the a flag zone. Yeah, but not for the whole race, which was quite odd, because we had about three laps of it being yellows, and then it was yellow no more.
0: Yeah, so they seemed to sort of like take almost an age to try and push Ash Han's car a bit further down that escape yeah. road, and then once it was pushed down there, it was the sort of like perfect opportunity for Ash Sutton to make his move. He'd been gaining quite quickly on Butcher, hadn't he? He
1: had, and he started the move through Lakeside, running a little bit wide. Um, and to be fair to Butcher, he allowed space for Sutton to get back on because it would have been very easy to hang him out to dry, having made the error himself, effectively. But we saw in the minis last year, if you do that, you risk a big accident.
0: It looked like he was all out of shape coming down into Cascades on yep. the outside of Butcher, didn't he? And yep. I thought, oh, he's got to back out of this one, surely.
1: And Butcher ran in wide, as he's entitled yep. to do. Yep. But yeah, we, we've been critical of Butcher, some of Butcher's driving in the past. But on this one, you've got, to, you've got to tip your hat and say, yeah, he raced well, gave the racing room to let... Sutton back on track I don't know if Butcher thought the yellows were still out he let off very early didn't mm. he very early because when Sutton started making the move thought, hang on a minute we've still got yellows out here mm. and then it was only when Addison said the yellows are in I don't know if that caught Butcher out slightly because he got pipped
0: by Sutton fairly easily something to mention obviously this year we've got lightboards on inside the car there so is that as well. they must have been out Sutton was probably one to realise that a bit quicker um, but then also Sheddon started to dive down the inside as well yeah and would get past him um,
1: sat at the hairpin with Sutton uh, and then Butcher just didn't have the pace to stick with them after that no. started to fall back quite in, into the clutches of the Turkington Yeah, um, quite quickly then we had another incident with Powell being put into the ball, wall by Boutelle a very similar incident to Gordon Sheddon and Morgan's earlier in the race and that was basically
0: the last action of it the was, race that was almost a carbon copy yeah it, it was that.
1: yeah it was which really sort of rounded off the last bit of the race I dealt with that under yellows for the rest of it because um power was able to get into the pit lane
0: yeah he limped it back into the pit lane but that barrier was I'm amazed. destroyed there I'm were am- tires all over yeah. the grass
1: i'm amazed i didn't fix that particularly given that's a spectator zone i'm amazed oh, yeah. the race wasn't stopped to fix that And mm. slightly concerned the race wasn't neutralized to fix that if i'm being honest
0: yes yeah uh, one thing I must say is talking about those two incidents is the penalties that were then given out for them. Well, I was going to do the, the final standings and then
1: get on to the penalties. By all I, means. I had the question ready.
0: By all means. Sorry.
1: No, no, no. no, no. Go on. So, Tom Ingram won the race from Ash Sutton, from Rory, well, actually from Gordon Shedden on the road. Might as will come to Rory Butcher who would inherit the third place. Uh, Colin Turkington, Dan Camish, Dan Lloyd... Josh Cook, Dan Rowbottom, Ricky Collard, friends at your top 10, with Jelly Moffat Hill, who couldn't make the pace, sticking the BMW to get through the field, down in 13th. Michael Creese scoring points in 14th, and Bobby Thompson in 15th. Now, you alluded to it there. Penalties were given out, as you would expect, following race one's instance. And the boot and Shettler one were quite different, which has irked you this week.
0: It has a little bit, yes. Uh, Explain why you are irked. So I believe the Shedden incident obviously gave him a three-place penalty.
1: You don't need to believe it was it was factual. There's no there's no debate.
0: So it was given on race result, which means means that he actually finished the race in sixth. Correct. um, And then had to start race two from sixth on the grid. But with, this, with the hybrid as if he'd finished that's third what I was just about to mention sorry um, obviously with that hybrid from third so it was almost like a little bit of a double whammy although we don't think it makes too much of a difference this it's year it's not as harsh when the ballot system was in there but the issue I have is that Boutel had two penalty points mm-hmm. and no grid drop but could you drop him really? I know but yes you could have You could have dropped him to start in 26th on the grid for... Or 27th on the grid for the next race. Yes, I know, it doesn't make a grand... Can you drop... My question on that is, can you drop him when you've had people behind on DNFs? Yes, so he would have finished 25th. Well, he's finished 24th on the road. Yes, I know, but I'm saying if you'd have dropped him a position... Why only one? Because you wouldn't have been able to drop him three, which would have been the same as Shedden. That's what I'm saying. But then you would follow, you would carry that across to be three position drop for the start of race two. Do you okay. understand what I mean?
1: So you carry it across the other three races, basically. if so you'd have one, 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 if need be. No.
0: no. You're not hearing what I'm saying. So for race two, yeah. he would start three positions back, just like Shedden yeah, was going but, to. But
1: can he, if there's DNS, legally, can he be dropped behind people who haven't, fi- haven't finished the race? That's my question. And that's why I'm wondering if there's a technicality in the rules. as to why they couldn't do that. Because I think you can only drop people behind finishers.
0: Yeah, but he wasn't dropped at all.
1: Which is no. But what I question but as well. Only, you could only give him a, if, if my logic is correct. You could only give them a maximum of one place drop anyway. Yes. Which at
0: that point is only point. But then, why hasn't he been, or why hasn't Shedden then been afforded the same penalty that he has, because for an identical instant? Because you can drop in three places. Yes, but the the penalties for each driver are different for the same yeah, incident that,
1: that I agree with <laughs> that, 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 that I do agree with, I'm just wondering on the Boutel is there a technicality in place that has led to this That that's my question, also is there a question of Shedden is more experienced and should know better and is there a question of Shedden needs to be or, or gained more than Boutel did and therefore needs to be punished for? because Boutel's, even though he's done the incident, he's still finished basically last, penultimately last whereas Shedden has actually got a podium out of it Yes, yeah, so but Shedden then had to overtake other drivers to yeah. get to that position. Yeah, he did. For all it's worth, I think the grid drop is harsh on Shedden for all it's worth.
0: Yeah.
1: I think the penalty is correct. Penalty points are correct. Yes. And he's been now given a strike because of that. Yep. That says Boutel. But I do agree with you. I think the, 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 yeah, the grid drop doesn't help Morgan and it is over punishment for Shedden in my view. If it helps, like if he'd put him off and that would reverse the, so he'd finish behind Morgan, I'd get it. Yeah. Because they did that with Ollie Jackson, uh, they for an instant last time out of Bruxon. they dropped him back my at
0: Edwards. My other issue is that the penalty points that have been given are different as well. So Sheddon's received three penalty points, Boutel's only received two penalty points. Yes, they've both received a strike. But why why the difference in penalty points, why the difference in places dropped and stuff of that like
1: that? comes down to driver expectation whether it should or shouldn't is another question should Shouldn't
0: a driver is a driver you get into the touring cars you should be playing by the same rules for each driver yeah but you but you know as an F1
1: fan as well that there are certain drivers that won't get penalties in regards to what they do there are it's not consistent if no I know if you think back to this weekend's Grand Prix how Alonso didn't get a penalty for his antics in qualifying is bam, you know, yeah. belief. Yeah. but
0: Alonso never gets penalties But also, Hamilton didn't get penalties for doing a similar sort of thing. But Hamilton never gets penalties. Yes, he does. Not that often. (laughs) Yes, he does.
1: Not as often as the other drivers on the grid. No, but... But This is my point. I think that there are some drivers that just don't get penalties.
0: Which I don't think is fair.
1: No, I don't think it's fair. I'm not saying it's fair. I'm just saying that Gordon Shannon's got more reputation than Jack Boutel. He's more experienced than Jack Boutel. And is there a greater expectation on him than Jack Boutel... There certainly is from us, so do they t- carry that into the stewards room? I don't know. So in' F1, there's a greater expectation on Lewis Hamilton than there is Nicholas Latifi. There's a greater expectation on you and there is Nicholas Latifi, to be fair. Yeah,
0: but Nicholas Latifi always gets punished. <laughs> it's
1: for his own good, though, isn't it? <laughs> but I don't know. I'm, I'm broadly with you, though I would say is that they look similar, but there is, they're not exactly the same. Why? Well, are you telling me the speed is the same? Are you telling me that he's Touch them exactly the same place as Shedden. They're very similar, but the, by, by definition they can't be exactly the same.
0: No, by definition they can't be. But to the data that they would have and the video evidence that they would have, you see so many similarities in the incident.
1: Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Talking of penalties, we didn't make covers in qualifying, so he's going to take us back to yeah, qualifying. Yeah, sorry. No, no, it's okay. The person who didn't watch qualifying and had to handle the qualifying section. Yeah. Yeah, good work. Uh, Tom Chilton received an official reprimand and had his license endorsed with an additional two penalty points for coming out of the pit lane and hitting Jake Hill, which cost him his second round of qualifying.
0: Well, at least he scored some points this weekend. Hey. <laughs> right. Rest two. Is it my turn? In this, well, did you watch it? Yes. Helpful. And I've got notes. Brilliant. We'll go, on to go that next. Race 2. Moving into the least exciting race of the day then. <laughs> race 2. Um, Turkington didn't actually seem to get off to a particularly good start in his BMW. We kind of expected him to make a little bit of a jump um, at the front of the field, starting from the 5th. Um, I at, you're under the notes. Yeah, I know. Uh, and yeah I was kind of expecting a little bit more from him it was all fairly even at the front though I have to say this weekend
1: hill aside the BMWs didn't seem to have to launch off the line that they've had in recent rounds no
0: I believe their boost has been adjusted off the line right Um. so that may account for it but yeah Hill seems to get a demon start near enough every time in that BMW it's good to see Gao has been
1: listening to us though about the yes. off the line problems with the BMW that's always nice
0: yeah but yeah, yeah hill,
1: Hill's we'll- always been a strong race starter to be fair
0: yes he has um, another driver that lost out quite badly uh, was Rowbottom again, losing four or, four, four or five places off the start, similar to what he did in race one as well. Uh, the big winners were, as we mentioned, Hill up three and Jackson up four positions off the start, uh, which is a good effort by him. Moffat was uh, a man making moves on the first lap, uh, making a lovely move around the outside of three drivers, including yeah. Hill, Jelly and... Bottom, as he was going backwards. Oh yeah, robot was just going backwards. Yeah, no, you're um, right. You're right. Yeah, it was a lovely move, wasn't it? Just
1: hung it round the outside, yeah. kept his foot in, brave. And actually, they seem to have that car together this weekend. It it didn't look the worst on the grid. Touch all the woods you
0: can. It looked a decent car. Yeah. It, it didn't did. look as skittish as well, I think you said it from Brands.
1: No, it, it looked a bit more railed this weekend. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: which is good to see because you like to see as many teams as competitive as pro- as possible.
0: Yeah, and even, even Patterson was able to battle with yeah. people. Oh, Patterson um, had
1: a great weekend for Racecraft. Yeah. yeah, I think this weekend, you probably have to say, yeah, it wasn't the worst-looking car out there at all. It was, you know... The, it's not in the
0: hands of Parfit. Yeah,
1: but this is a glorified test season for him in many ways. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Robottom then managed to get into even more trouble uh, and outbroke himself into the Nickelbrook chicane, uh, which then he collected loads of grass in the front of his radiator and had to pit... Uh, it signalled sort of like almost the end of his weekend, really, didn't it? Yeah, it, w- it was a poor showing from him. Apart from qualifying where he got sixth, yeah. it wasn't a good weekend at a circuit where he kind of announced
1: himself last year. Yes, it wasn't a particularly good homecoming for him in that respect.
0: No. Uh, going on then, Cook made a lovely late dive move uh, into turn one uh, on Collard. Uh, just sort of like jinked out at the last moment, nice and late on the brakes. Um, something that he might start to get known for. A lot of space card left him though. Yeah, I don't think he was expecting it. No. no. And they all seemed to be running line astern. Um, and yeah, just jumped out last moment. Morgan was making consistent progress from the back of the grid. Obviously having been turned round against Shedden. Uh, in race one, he made up, I think, six or seven places on the first lap, but then his progress sort of slowed. Yeah, got the initial launch and then, yeah, feathered away a little bit. Uh, hill, after having been passed by Moffat on the first lap, was starting to make progress, also getting past Collard, and then Cook. Um, on lap eight, Turkington made a lovely move all the way around the outside of Butcher at the island Hairpin, uh, and then out dragged him up at the hill, which Tim Harvey called Terribly, didn't he? He said, "Oh, he's going to break late. Oh, look yeah. for the cutback here." Oh no, he's driven all the way around,
1: around the outside. Yeah, it's a good move by Turkington using using the benefit of the rear wheel drive traction to it to the max there. Yeah, and I I do get a slight piece of joy when Tim Harvey calls it completely wrong. What, like suggesting that Cook's in the gravel and it's actually Edwards? Sauce? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, or or in race three. Going on about the yellow flags are getting completely arse about face. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's a difficult
1: job, live.
0: It's memories, but not what it used to be. Who are you? <laughs> um, Morgan then went to make on the same move a lap later on Jade Edwards to move up to 17th at the time. He was also battling in there with Jackson and Osborne, who, to be fair, were having solid weekends, weren't they? They were, until other people happened around them. Yes, yeah. There were a few coming to- coming together.s uh, I think Gamble was involved as well in that sort of like battle group, um, and I think Jackson lost out quite badly in race two, finishing well down. Uh, Shedden with then another robust move of the weekend on Camish on the exit of the hairpin, a good hip and shoulder.
1: It was fine
0: that one. Yeah. Me. Yeah, it was similar to that hill and yeah, Osborne. Um,
1: Osborne one. It's on the line, but it's fine
0: yeah there seemed to be a battle pack in the lower half of the top ten hello Chris Addison thank you through the middle of the race they they weren't making many moves between them they were just all very close weren't they you can't make many moves at Alton Park you're sticking to that line aren't you if if the drivers are saying that
1: they tend to be the ones behind the wheel
0: yeah Ingram didn't mind too much because he was still out front Um, hill managed to grab one more position from lloyd later on Um, and also morgan went round the outside of plato into turn one on the final lap plato showing that race pedigree that he's lost uh, over the last couple of seasons Uh, i will defend him slightly and say as i said about
1: three times before it just looked gutless this weekend that car absolutely gutless
0: yeah as i said ingram was calm and calculated Uh, and Sutton was just really banking points. He He knows how to win a championship. Yes, yes, we'll get onto that later. Um, But yeah, Sutton was... He realised that he wasn't going to be able to make a safe move and then settled for it, didn't he? Yeah, I think, as indicated in
1: the interviews afterwards, he accepted that Ingram had a better car this weekend, that he wasn't going to catch him. If you push too hard, you're going to let your tyres go off and you're going to risk what is a good position. You're going into the race ahead of him in the championship you might as well just sit there and bank the points.
0: And he also managed to pick up point four fastest lap. So exactly. it's another point to uh, to the tally. So the final standings for race two then, Tom Ingram obviously won from the front, followed by Sutton and Turkington. Butcher finished fourth with his brother-in-law Shedden in fifth. Uh, Dan Camish sixth. A very quiet weekend for Dan, wasn't it? Quiet but consistent. Quiet but consistent, yeah. I think he's still get into grips with the car. Yeah but you take three top six finishes. Yes certainly would uh, Jake Hill was seventh after getting past Dan Lloyd in eighth Josh Cook again car didn't seem to have much pace over the weekend finishing ninth and Ricky Collard just inside the top ten finishing the point scoring paces were Moffat, Jelly, Crease, Thompson and Aaron Taylor-Smith and going into race three Ingram drew ball 12 for Jelly to be on pole position Race two. Well, Stephen
1: Jelly was taking no chances from pole. He got the four-leaf clover taped to the inside of his door. Perhaps Turkton was wishing that he'd also done the same, as we'll get to in a moment. But as the race started, Jelly blasted away from pole with Moffat slotting in behind. Collard in third, but we, we saw from the start he was overhanging his pit box slam dunk five-second penalty, which is frustrating for the driver and the team.
0: We unluckily, <laughs> it was probably going to get found out anyway, but he did have a camera staring right at his car, and I'm like, he's over that line, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, it's one of those things
1: that, that every driver will do it. Well, not every driver, but most drivers will do it at some point in their career. It's unfortunate. Some do it twice, or even three times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, yeah, it is what it is. It's not the worst mistake he's ever made in his career, I'm sure. No, certainly not. Hill continued his theme of being run out wide at Turn 1, which seemed to be... Hill is
0: just subject to the weekend, really. He was in yeah. all the incidents, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, he was.
1: He was sort of. Caught. This is what happens if you qualify badly. Though. You end up in the pack and you're struggling from there. Yeah. He was ran out wide, and then he would go um, locking up straight off at the hairpin. Contact, possibly hard to tell. The onboard with him suggested there wasn't any contact. If there was, it was very light. Although, if he'd was already locked up, and loaded, a light contact would have been enough to punt him off anyway. But yeah, this relegated him to the back of the field in any event, which was. Yeah, summed up the weekend for him really, and then we had the dramas, dramas, yes. dramas. Lloyd running alongside uh, Moth oh, Collard. Collard, thank you, at Lakeside on the run up to Old Bend or oh, Island Hairpin. I'll get it right at some point, maybe next year. Island Bend, Island Bend, <laughs> oh, Old dude. Island Bend, Old <laughs> Hairpin. Anyway, Lloyd. Yeah. They're running side by side, Collard's already on the edge of the track, Lloyd tries to get back in and gets turned by Collard into the barriers at very high speed.
0: This is coming out over the crest of the hill, which I don't think helps as well. Not Jake Hill? No, not Jake Hill, finally. Um, Yeah, for me, and Lloyd has said it consequently, I think it's his fault. Collard is on the white line, there's no space for another car. No. And you can't just... Force and he keeps trying to, to push his way across, 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 and then gets turned across the front of him. Yeah. This spears Lloyd into the barriers, which are yep. very close
1: on the approach. Yeah. Which then spears him back across the track and Colin Turkington can't see it, can't react. And that's not a a, a fault in Turkington, it, it, it happens too quickly. There's no way No, there's go.
0: there's three of them in the line. So there's Ingram Turkington and Cook. Thompson. Oh yeah. yeah. And so Ingram goes one way, manages yeah. to get out of the way. Turkington is right on top of Lloyd at that point, head-on practically. Yeah. Um, and then Thompson avoids the other way and co- collects the quick-fit board. Yeah, I
1: think Colin had said subsequently that once Tom got out of the way, that was it. He was the last yeah. one who avoided, it. And Tom only just avoids it. Yeah. And at what cost, because he went rally crossing, picked up a load of grass.
0: Should they be cutting the grass before race weekends? No, they just wait for the touring car drivers to do it. But there's a But there's a lot of freshly mown grass well there was when you've got a splitter like that trying to scoop yeah, but, it all but up there
1: was freshly mown grass they cut it ahead yeah, of the yeah. weekend cause, to make it look nice but yeah.
0: should they do that ahead of race weekends yes otherwise you're going to get even more grass in there oh,
1: <laughs> so. oh, bring back the cornfield days <laughs>
0: <laughs> but oh, yeah dear. Ingram
1: went rally crossing amazing didn't damage anything else on his car because he hit it was a
0: bumpy ride was wasn't bumpy. it I mean it wasn't as bad as Parfit in race one but it was it was yeah uncomfortable
1: yeah absolutely but of course got the gra- uh, radiators filled with grass Crease hit um, Lloyd's stricken car yep. as he tried to take evasive action he's unlucky because he's, cha- he's chosen to take to the grass for avoiding action and out of the carnage there's Lloyd's stationary car so he hits Lloyd for the third hit on his car
0: yep. So again not Crease's
1: fault it is unfortunate
0: Yeah. Um, and also Sutton had to take avoiding action as well and also got grass in his radiator yeah
1: thankfully for Turketon he hit
0: lloyd's non-driving side and Turkson hit with his
1: non-driving side which is fortunate otherwise we would have probably been looking at extremely serious injuries
0: mm, i wouldn't say extremely serious these are very safe cars nowadays i think there would have been a, a lot more soreness involved
1: i think you'd have got broken legs or ankles personally mm, at that speed
0: i don't think so i don't think actually too much got into the cockpit area and um, they you just get rattled around a hell of a lot Hence, um, the bruised testicles. I mean, we'll never know for sure. No, no. So we're speculating pointlessly. But, but yes, so um, Lloyd was consequently taken off to hospital um, to have x-rays and stuff, um, which found that he had a bruised lung and slightly swollen balls.
1: I mean, he's lucky in some ways not to puncture the lung. We've seen that before with yeah. these kind of impacts, haven't we? Yeah. So quite fortunate in, in that way. Um questionable now if we're seeing back on the grid this year due to budget issues hopefully we can see him back but we'll just have to see what happens at Croft.
0: yeah so as we've said before he has his own youtube channel um which he's sort of like reviewed the incident and said yeah basically i'm in the wrong um consequences have been as we've seen um and then as a knock-on effect of that the cost of repairing the car it's a
1: rebuild it's a complete rebuild isn't it
0: yeah complete rebuild um the only thing... Well, it, yeah, he's basically got two weeks to try and get back to the Croft, which I think is unlikely.
1: I don't think he'll be, be medically fit for Croft.
0: Um, no, I think he might be medically fit by then. It's only... Yes, I say it's only a bruised lung, but yes, it could have been a lot worse.
1: Do you want to raise a bruised lung? If you get hit again, is it going to mm. heal in two weeks? I know, I know. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure we'll see about back on medical grounds for Croft. I think it comes too quickly, personally.
0: But also the financial aspects of it could be very detrimental to yes. his season yes oh yeah without a shadow of doubt
1: unsurprisingly this brought out the safety car <laughs> <laughs> So I say unsurprising I'm slightly surprised I didn't red flag it just neutralise the whole thing and sweep the track and get it sorted
0: although to be fair all the cars ended up off the circuit didn't they and they got the accident
1: cleared during a couple of laps yes to be fair what was interesting is that Sutton pitted immediately under the safety car Ingram stayed out a lap or two before pitting his yep. grass which would lend to break fire mm-hmm. and get him out but yeah, you know right in the back it's a bit of excitement and then we had a bit of silly business with Hill and Sutton arguing <laughs> over it's uh, my I... spot no it's my spot
0: yeah but it's for the last place <laughs> I know I know
1: and you just think to yourself that hang on a minute lads you've got three cars mangled here you've got two drivers that are potentially seriously hurt and you're... it's just not a great look you're dicking about yeah
0: up. but the competitors yeah but they d- always think they're right when they're in the yeah. heat of the moment and if in it was the, the first
1: car. if it was the first place I understand it but you prattling about for last place yeah if i was on the team road right, i think that, you know particularly hill whose who's teammate is potentially very badly injured at this point mm. you know he's not out of the car yet he took a long time to get out of the car turkington mm. you know he just think to yourself, look there's bigger things at play here just give him the bloody place back we'll fight in the steward room afterwards yeah you know grow up anyway
0: next <laughs>
1: next uh, we've not mentioned children enough this season for instance, being involved that he probably shouldn't be and this time spearing off Osborne out of Island Bend into the wall hat or barrier silly Unless so silly I, yeah completely uh, but didn't get a penalty which is amazing to
0: me no um, yeah it, it's a fairly similar incident as to the other two pit manoeuvres just in a different location um, on that rear quarter and has just kept on pushing
1: we then saw a lovely battle pack sort of towards the back of the grid Edwards and Patterson bashing Hill, trying to profit from both. Patterson made a superb move with Hill uh, sticking himself around the outside yeah. and raced really, really hardly wheel to jo- wheel with um, Jake Hill, yep. which is great to see. Um, Ed uh, Gamble would then go off with a puncture. Sort of just yeah, summing up his weekends
0: Yeah,
1: uh, it's been a long time since we had a puncture at Owen Park.
0: Yes, very much so. It's not a classic puncture Although circuit. You may sort of like attribute that to maybe some debris from that instant. Yeah, possibly so, possibly so. Uh and then
1: sort of full circle to the the way my last report ended, parfit out of the race. Falled off at old hall, yellow flags during that sector, which confused the bejesus out of Tim Harvey.
0: Which was fun for everybody. Oh dearie me, Tim Yeah, I think you might need night test. I think that's all it is. Again, it's a difficult job live. Yes, I know, I know. So Going into penalties
1: before we go to the lineup. This one really surprised. We go to
0: extra time first.
1: Oh god, very clever. <laughs> this one baffled me.
0: Yes, this has baffled both of us
1: actually. Ash Hand has received a formal reprimand and had his license endorsed by the addition of two penalty points for driving in a manner deemed to be potentially dangerous to others. Now, during the crash between Lloyd Turkson et al, he nailed it and drove. Thread- from- Threads the needle. Threads the needle. For me there's nothing wrong with that but you've got to react in some ways and this is slightly tongue-in-cheek Crease's reaction is worse because he ends up hitting a car yeah I, i'm not blaming Crease because he's taken an option you're not yeah. expecting the car to be there he's done everything right but technically speaking he's he's done something he's driven in a manner that's dangerous to others more than hand has
0: yeah we can't we can't see any other incident in the race that would have prompted this sort of penalty no, because normally if there's another car involved, it's an instant involving yep. car, whoever it is. Yeah, and that's not here on this one. So, but I, it does look a bit like he's accelerated through the accident zone, although the accident was happening at the time. Yeah,
1: I think it's if it is for that, I think it's very harsh to penalise him for that because mm. it's a huge accident. You, the best thing to do in that situation is to be decisive. There's no point, you know, yeah. skirting about the edges on it. You've got to make a decision and stick with it, otherwise you're going to be a liability yourself.
0: Yeah. I, I, yeah I don't understand it and we are under the assumption that it is for yeah, this and are. not something else that was maybe missed by the cameras but yeah and to put that by two penalty points
1: I mean if, if it was for instance, you'd have thought that a official oh. yeah a verbal reprimand would have been enough yeah I don't buy into why that's happened personally but there we go as you say that is some assumption on our part as to why he got that penalty the race standings then. Stephen Jenny won with consummate ease at the front of the grid. Yep, uh, certainly did. Coming home from Aidan Moffat, which was a fantastic result for the Laser Tolls boys, who've had a very and girls who had a very difficult start to the season. Hopefully for them, this is the turning of a corner, both in a physical way and a metaphorical, a metaphorical one. Uh, and Josh Cook came, well, inherited uh, third after Ricky Collard's five-second penalty demoted him down to seventh. Good weekend for Cook in the sense that if you're having a difficult weekend with the car you've got to maximise what you've got and he did. Three top ten finishes, finishes and a podium.
0: I was going to say in that final race he's finished ahead of all his other championship rivals <laughs> as it were. Absolutely. Gordon Shenner finished fourth with Roy
1: Butcher, Dan Camish then came Collard, Morgan Hand with a good result for him. Aaron Taylor-Smith sort of snuck into tenth but a d- best result of the season for him. Jason Plato managed to score points in eleventh with from Dan Rowbottom, from Jake Hill, Ollie Jackson and Dexter Patterson scoring his first points in the BTCC
0: yeah um, Sutton and Ingram didn't manage to make it back up into the points um, fighting back through the field along with Hill um, and I think Hill getting fastest lap in that race just shows that he had a little more pace in the car um, to actually make those moves agreed
1: right should we do some driver grades rewards bingo updates and go home
0: yeah sounds good to me
1: So the scores and the doors for the drivers then. Kicking it off with Colin Turkton, we've gone for a B, a good weekend on the whole. Can't be held accountable for what happened in race three. Qualified, okay, but managed to convert that into uh, two. Uh, sorry, a fourth and a podium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good w- weekend. Raced he, well as well, a couple yeah, of good he moves. Did. Yeah, good moves, good patient moves. Yeah. Typical Turketon really, it was very good indeed. Uh, jelly gone for a B, good Jelly weekend, Score points in race one and two, and then maximise the position he was in in race three, which is something he hasn't always done. No, certainly hasn't. So to be fair to him, good weekend for him. Jake Hill is a C. Didn't score particularly well this weekend. Okay, we kind of expected that the BMWs might struggle here a little bit, but not as much as as this. A thirteenth for seventh and a thirteenth, and too many incidents this I was weekend.
0: Say, as you've already heard, he was every other incident, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah throughout
1: the races absolutely Ash Sutton got a B uh, from us broke his point scoring run with that race 3 but again not his fault qualified well and a double second means he had a run of 5 podiums in a row which is pretty awesome yeah it is for a car that doesn't work yeah Uh, Kamish isn't having such a good time as uh, his teammate and we've given him a C for this weekend's efforts a 5th, a 6th, and a 6th I think that's quite good you expected more
0: Especially when Sutton's managing to find the pace in the car. Yes, we know the BMR boys do a brilliant thing for set-up. I think Kamish is just... He's he very quiet this weekend. He's had a year away from the Championship, though. Yeah. Don't forget that.
1: Yeah. I, I think you expect too much from Kamish, to be fair. I think he's done a good job.
0: Should have been champion. Yes, but... Just saying. Yes, but the brakes... Just saying. But the brakes... I know, we, don't, we don't need to bring up the brakes Tam- again. He didn't say... What, I know. what a stupid
1: thing to say. Osborne, we've gone for a C. Uh, he had a decent weekend. Raced fairly well at times. Caught up in incidents, which is always the way at the end of the field. Uh, but a 20th, a 24th and a 14th means he has scored points for the third time this season. And Jackson, similar story. Raced pretty well. Got him for a C. He was again caught up in other people's problems for the most part. Scored some points, which is always useful for him. But yeah, they're, they're some way behind. Yes. Oh, I got Os- I got the wrong way round. Osmo got a nineteenth for twenty first and in retirement. I apologise. It was Jackson who got a twentieth, twenty fourth, and fourteenth. But both get C's. Both raced well. Just struggled a little bit with other people's incidents around them. Adam Morgan is a C. Qualified well. Race one obliterated by Shedden. Um, obliterated
0: back- is a is a bit harsh. He got turned round. Retired. Certainly didn't suffer as much damage as Powell did. Retired. Yeah. Could only fight back to sixteenth in race two, but did
1: get all the way up to eighth in race three. Gamble worst weekend by our country mile, I suggest for his season so far. Didn't score a single point. Yeah, uh, not great. Retirement in the mix as well. Shedden, uh, this is a tough one. Raced really nicely at points. Yep. Raced really unnicely at other points. <laughs> yep. <laughs> On the road, scored a podium.
0: Yeah should have been uh, sort of like second best weekend of the year on the listings got a sixth a fifth and a fourth I've gone for a B
1: on the grounds that we did see some actually good overtakes from him as well
0: yeah fair firm moves yeah apart from that one which
1: there is still a question mark over for me with the whole quarter and stuff although I do broadly agree he was in the wrong yep Road bottom, we've gone for a C. Not a strong weekend. Fell down the order pretty quickly, but did fight back well in race three to score points in two out of the three races. Lloyd is a C as well. Excellent qualifying. Fell apart a little bit in race one. Didn't do a great in the race two, but there's some good racing in amongst all of that. And then obviously... At y- fault. Yeah. Yeah. Ingram is an A. Look. It on pole, win race one and two, an absolute canter, could have gone to sleep for some of it, <laughs> and then in race three gets caught up in an instant that he has no control over. Yeah, it's an A. And I think, had he not been caught up in that instant, he'd have probably got a top eight
0: finish with ease. Yeah, I mean, very similar to what Cook did last time out of Thraxton. And if he'd only pulled a six out, I think it would have got a triple win. I really do. It would have been very close, yeah.
1: Chilton a D, uh, this Chilton version,
0: I just don't know what to say anymore. It's every weekend there's something. It's about version 6.7, isn't it? <laughs> i just look at it now, Sam. It means an upgrade, put it that way. Yeah. Where, I mean,
1: <sighs> did he want to take on the Andy Neat role? Is that what's happened? Has he decided that's where he needs to be? I, I mean, that is slightly over the top, a bit hyperbole, but you know, every weekend he's been involved in something.
0: Yeah, and there was a little bit of uh, little bit of pace last time out, but again, it wasn't really there this weekend. I don't know why. No. I mean,
1: obviously the team are going to set the car up to Ingram because he's the the shining star, and he's going to probably gain the most attention and the most resources. But you can set cars up differently.
0: Lloyd's outdoing him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, the, yeah. the partner team, as it yeah. were. Oh yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't fly. Boutel is a D, incident slow,
1: oh, I don't know, it's not been a particularly good season for Boutel actually on so far. No,
0: I'm a little disappointed in him. I'd agree with you on that.
1: Creese is a C, scored points in races 1 and 2, retired in race 3, you know. Not his fault. No, he's about where you'd expect the PMR car to be. Yes. Somewhere between 10th and 20th, and he's yep. doing that pretty well. Uh, And Hand had a difficult weekend because he was caught up in instance. A retirement, a 22nd, but then a fantastic fight back to ninth. Yes. Albeit slightly questionable. Well, I don't don't think it's questionable personally, but yeah, whatever. Uh, Cook, I think we're harsh of a C.
0: Do you? Yeah. I think his expectations have been raised following those two double wins and he was leading the championship.
1: I mean, this is technically his worst weekend by scoring a ninth. But look at those results. He's still the only he's the only driver who scored in every race. It's
0: his lowest scoring weekend so far.
1: Yes, but that's because he's had two double wins as part of two of those races. I'm
0: just I'm just basing it on season form. I think it B is more suitable, personally. Okay. Has he
1: outscored his rivals enough this weekend to stay top of the championship? Yes. Is yeah, there, but he
0: already had a pretty decent lead following those two double wins. Yeah, but just, just if you now, compare uh, it to his double I, win... I would have given him a B if he'd have taken that race three win. Yeah, but
1: uh, uh, compare it to Ingram when Cook got his double win at Thruxton. Ingram got a 21st and 8th when he had his double win. He matched Ingram's double win here with an 8th and a 9th. That's pretty good. He, he did He did what he In- had to do. He scored In- points. Uh, yeah, the table's have turned. that I'm now defending Cook. Yeah, I know. Plato's a D, yeah... <sighs> Jason has no defence he's not going to race <laughs> this year Edwards is a C raced well didn't score points but did win the Jack Sears Jack
0: Sears champion or oh, trophy this week. yeah this weekend
1: indeed improving all the time getting better all the time it's a good season for her so far yep Bobby Thompson is a C score points in races 1 and 2 retired in race 3 with the quick fit extra advertising across his car
0: he worked really hard to try and get that off his yeah, car as well it and then just had like to succumb, succumb it? to it stuck like glue Aaron Taylor Smith,
1: I've given a B to because he got the best result of his season so far uh, he scored twice and scored more points than Bobby Thompson did Yeah, this weekend
0: yeah, fair play to
1: him raced pretty well as well at times with Jason Plato his old sparring partner, old stable mate uh, Nick Hamilton is a D a couple of excursions, about where you expect him to be really uh, Patterson is a strong C I think weak B Scored his first points in the series, raced blooming well. Uh, he raced better than his results. Yes, but he was turned around in race one, Yeah, which affected that. He was running well at that point, is yeah, it? Yeah, in yeah. the run amongst the points. And there is a racer in there. Yeah, there yeah. is definitely a racer in there. Definitely. Uh, Rick Parfitt, a D, another. Look, I feel for the guy. The car. If he had. If he found a barrel of. What's the, fu- what's the expression? If you fed a barrel of tears, he'd come out sucking his thumb. Yeah, it's just there's no luck at the minute whatsoever, is there?
0: I've never heard that expression before, Have but I like it. Oh, okay, brilliant. <laughs> there you go. Oh, he's just
1: having no luck no, whatsoever, not. whatsoever, is he? He's that car? And I, I don't know.
0: <sighs> it must be quite demoralising. Oh, he's a happy chappy, though, isn't it He is, he is. A, he, even when he's retiring at the side of the uh, track, he's still playing for the fans. I just feel a
1: bit sorry for him because I think that there is a racer in there.
0: Oh, yeah, certainly. Not Not so much
1: as, you know, I know I've just said that about Patterson, but... Half it has proven he can race. Yeah. He doesn't have the equipment to do so. No. Uh, Rory Butcher gets a B, a podium.
0: Okay. Very Married solid it. weekend from him.
1: Yeah, quite the best he's had all, all season by a fair amount, to be fair. A third, a fourth, and a fifth. Good progress. The car didn't look quite right, but he uh, he drove around the issues, by and large. Yep. Uh, Ricky Collard is a C. Should have had a podium, which would have made him a B, but you can't make that kind of mistake, that front to the grid. Albeit, as I've said, most drivers will do it at some point. Yes. Raced well this weekend though. Um, very. Seems to be at home with the car now. And finally, PAL D. It's just not working very
0: well. No, it doesn't
1: help when you get turned into a barrier. It does not. Shall we move on to
0: some awards? Yes, please. Who was your driver of the weekend? I don't think there's any question over this, is there? No. It has to be Ingram. Perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it has to, no, be, it has Ingram. to be Ingram. Double yeah. win, pole, new qualifying lap record. Won the first two races at a cancer. Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely agree with
0: you. Your villain of the weekend? My villain is going to be Roboto. Mm. Considering how well he raced lo- this time last year at Alton Park, I was expecting much bigger, much better things. And two out of the three starts, he went backwards. Yeah. I've gone for
1: Chilton just because involved with Jake Hill in qualify in qualifying. Quanti- yeah, qualifying.
0: I know that's a little bit of brain fade, isn't it? Just no pace, no, no just, yeah,
1: it's a really weird regression, he um, a bit
0: past it, like Plato now
1: I think the question there is a question of changing the guard because I think even Turkton's not at the, his peak anymore, mm. but this Chilton drop off is quite something,
0: yeah, certainly is um good, surprise good, mm. Uh, mine is Butcher I, I know this is Speedworks home circuit and they normally go quite well here but I didn't expect Butcher to be as composed
1: no that's fair he was involved in a lot of incidents here last year yes um, so yeah, I can understand you've gone for him I've made a late change to mine I was oh, going to okay. go Collard I've gone Moffat fair enough that car looked appalling for the first few rounds and yep. he did some really good racing ok he scored lower points in race 1 and 2 but he still scored the points and considering a couple of weeks ago we said we can't see that car scoring a podium this year. Mm. Yeah, he goes and scores a podium. <laughs> yeah, he does. It's a fair play.
0: Yeah, it's a fair play. Uh, bad surprise? Uh, for me, it has to be Gamble. Uh, yep. This, is, as we've already said, by far his worst weekend so far. And he seems to suffer bits of damage that yeah. was sometimes his fault sometimes weren't. Yep. Yeah, not a good weekend for him. Hill's mine. Look,
1: the BMW struggled here Uh, generally speaking fine but just too many instances it was a hell of old performance in some ways yeah yeah too many instances okay quick update on the bingo and the prediction then we can leave you to frankly better things to to do so uh, I am now 2-1 up on the bingo as I secured two points this weekend to your zero I nearly had a
0: full house can can I just point out the fact that now you've won those, we are playing the fact that we can't use those again. Oh, is that now a rule, is it? No, we made that a rule from week one about the hybrid when I got it right.
1: Oh yeah, okay. No, you yeah. are yeah, no, you okay. are Okay. You are right. Though technically speaking I could use that. And you could use one of mine, presumably. Or is it bars the both of us? Uh, it's probably an off air discussion to be fair.
0: We'll, we'll discuss that afterwards. Yeah.
1: Uh I got two points for mentioning BMW's in the traction zones, which happened a couple of times to be BMW's fair. BMW's and real wheel drives, here. yeah. And he knows how to win a championship, which happened twice as yes. well this weekend. Moving on to the predictions, I got sweet Fanny Adams and got nothing right whatsoever, which is good <laughs> for me in terms of the overall Winners, Jack Sears and pole sitters, and my general ones. You got a race winner correct in Ingram. You scoffed at my Ingram. I did. He's never won here. He's never had a podium here. And oh. fair play. Yeah. Yeah, but then I've Knocked also... Knocked out the park. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I... if, you're not, if you're going to be so gloaty, I'm going to stop being so nice to you about your general predictions. So I've given you half a point
0: here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so my general prediction was obviously having Hondas or not BMWs BMW. on each podium. Now we didn't see the podium celebrations. Chicken was on it, was he? Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, but it was strictly often. strictly speaking, yeah. what I predicted was correct. Just, yes, but that's nonsense because he could have stood on at any point in the day just to see what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously he was demoted after the uh, the race was finished. So I let's... have I have because I'm a fair man, given you half a point. Thank you. That could make all the difference at the end of the it season. too.
1: and I hope you'll be as, as kind to me if, if we have an edgy one for me later on yep, the season. Yeah, uh, Then going on to adverts, ITV1 scuppered us here, didn't they? Their Georgia just and ITV. No, it's ITV1. Their Georgia and Marnie nonsense. We don't get that when we we're watching it on
0: ITV4. No, nope. and Soccer Aid was that evening. No single mention of it at all. No. Nope. Oh yeah, we didn't do well on that. I, I did get a point for the Red Cross. So can we go back to Corner Cutting Club next week? Next time out. Uh, well, Croft
1: is probably going to have to have the sunny in, sunny out brigade because that's where there's a lot of cut problems normally.
0: Yeah, or the uh, first couple of the chicanes.
1: Yes. Yeah, we always get people cut across those. Yeah. <laughs> or who's going to cock up the complex. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, that's a discussion for then. So, as it stands, I currently lead the predictions as well. 10 to 8.5. Oh, dear. You're sweating and I don't think it's because of the heat.
0: No, it's definitely because of the heat. But I'm going to put it back. I heat, gonna, so you go for the heat back. No, no I'm, gonna, I'm gonna charge back, reset midway through the season. I'll, I'll try and make up a point or two at Croft, maybe, and then I'm going for it in the second half. I'll properly think about it. Hay fever and heat permitting, yes, yes. Well, I think that pretty much sums up Alton Park. We
1: will be back for the preview for Croft next week. We are going to Croft the first time. Woo-hoo! Looking forward to it. It's, it's going my to be a brilliant weekend that weekend. It's my summer holiday, effectively. So looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, it's going to obviously rain all weekend now, so that's going to be strong. Oh, I hope. Not I hope that. it does. Oh, Ra- yeah. Croft in the rain. Come on. Yeah, It always rains up north, doesn't it? We're not in Manchester.
0: No, we're further north than Manchester. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Manchester takes the r- brunt of the rain for that area. But come on, Croft in the wet is magical. Yes, it is. So um, it'll be like-
0: interesting to see how the circuit set out the spectator points are yeah. like I'm um, very much looking forward to it
1: it's my favourite circuit on the grid I'm glad so I'm looking forward I'm to it glad we're thing. going then excellent well we'll be back shortly in the meantime feel free to get in touch with your drivers of the weekend any of your comments are greatly appreciated from this weekend's action
0: uh, and we'll speak to you in a few weeks time speak to you soon Remember to subscribe, follow, and also share our podcasts for more touring car updates. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by just searching for BTCP, British Touring Car Podcast, and you can also contact us there or on our email at btccpod at gmail.com.